Good evening and welcome to the Upper Marion Township Board of Supervisors business meeting. It is February 8th, 2024. The time is now 7:12. Please rise and join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. We will begin roll call, beginning with my right. Greg Phillips. Bill Jalloway. Tina Garzillo. Carol Kenny. Greg Wax. Tony Hamaday, Township Manager. John Walco, uh, Township Solicitor. Amanda Lafayette, Assistant Township Manager. Leanna Klubriel, Township Engineer. Uh, the next item on the agenda is approval of the meeting minutes. Meeting minutes for November 9th, 2023 for a business meeting. December 7th, 2023, business meeting, January 2nd, 2024, reorg meeting, and January 11th, 2024, business meeting. May I entertain a motion to uh, accept the minutes? So moved. Second, please. Second. Motion made by Carol Kenny, seconded by Bill Genoway. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. The next item on the agenda is chair, chairperson's comments. The only comment I have for this evening is that prior to this business meeting, we had an executive session to deal with issues uh, related to personnel and land acquisition. The next item on the agenda is citizen board vacancies, and I will read the list. And it's nice to see that this list is getting smaller and smaller, so residents are stepping up to be uh, participants in our citizen boards, which are very valuable for us. Um, uh, in the township with governance. The first vacancy is Community Center Advisory Board, one vacancy. Community Center Advisory Board for a student member, one vacancy. ECDC student member, one vacancy. Farmers Market student member, one vacancy. Human Relations Commission, one vacancy, which serves as an alternate position. Media Advisory Board, one vacancy. Media Advisory Board student member, one vacancy. Property Maintenance UCC Boards, one vacancy, which serves as an alternate. Public Safety Board Student Member, one vacancy. Upper Marion Foundation Subcommittee, one vacancy. Upper Marion Historical Commission, one vacancy. Upper Marion Historical Commission Student Member, one vacancy. And Zoning Hearing Board Alternate Member, one vacancy. Now we go into uh, the business portion of the uh, agenda, new business. First item on the agenda is the fire department promotions, and I believe Chief Johnson will be handling those promotions for us this evening. So welcome to the podium, and floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, Chairperson Garzillo, members of the board, Mr. Hamaday, and our citizens. It's an honor to be here this evening. Tonight, we will have the formal swearing in of two new fire captains. After receiving a notification of the FEMA SAFER grant to hire 12 additional firefighters, Upper Marion Township leadership identified the need to promote two current firefighters to serve as captains for each of the two newly formed fire platoons. After a selection process, we are here tonight to swear in our newly promoted members of the Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS Department to the rank of captain. At this time, I would like to call Kevin Kerwin forward. Kevin has seven years experience in the emergency services. He has been a member of the Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS since December of 2021. He has prior experience in leadership roles at Royersford Fire Department. He holds a computer science degree from Montgomery County Community College. He is certified to the Fire Officer II level and has served countless times as an acting captain. 
Last year, with the support of Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS, Kevin put himself through Good Fellowship Paramedic Program, where he was certified as a nationally registered paramedic. Kevin has a lead role in our uniform and gear program for both the fire and EMS divisions. He ensures compliance with the NFPA standards. He orders, tracks, and accounts for all uniform and gear needs, which we consider an area of tremendous responsibility. It's been an honor to watch Kevin grow professionally and develop the leadership skills required to fulfill the role of a captain. At this time, I'd like to call Justin Fusaro forward. Justin's been a member of the Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS since October of 2022. Uh, even though Justin is a young man, he came to Upper Marion with 10 years of experience from Lower Marion. He worked as a career firefighter at Belmont Hills Fire Company and spent most of his time training and developing his skills at Gladwin Fire Company. He holds an emergency management and planning degree from Montgomery County Community College. He is certified to the Fire Officer One level. Justin's high level of professionalism has served him well since joining Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS, an important trait of a company officer. He has also served as an acting captain numerous times and has maintained a level head when dealing with challenging situations. On every shift Justin works, I observe him constantly reading a book, a periodical, even watching strategy and tactic videos while collaborating with other members on his shift all in an effort to improve and sharpen his skills in preparation for emergency response and service to the community. It has also been an honor to watch Justin grow professionally and develop the leadership skills required to fulfill the role of fire captain. At this time, I'd like to call District Judge James Gallagher forward to administer their oaths. Do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. The Constitution of the United States of America. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Together with the laws and ordinances. Together with the laws and ordinances of Upper Marion Township. Of Upper Marion Township. And I will discharge my duties. And I will discharge my duties as a fire captain. As, as a fire, fire captain, captain of Upper Marion Township, of Upper Marion Township, with fidelity, with fidelity, and without consideration, and without consideration, to a person's race, to a person's race, color or sex, color or sex, religious creed or sexual orientation, religious creed or sexual orientation, age or national origin, age or national origin, ancestry, ancestry, handicap or disability, handicap or disability. Congratulations. At this time, Kevin's father, Glenn, and Justin's fiance, Nicole, will join them now for the pinning of their badges. Thank you again to the Board of Supervisors for our time this evening. Thank you.
And everyone is welcome to uh, stay for the remainder of the business meeting, or I'll allow a few moments um, if you needed to leave the meeting room. The next item on our agenda is the presentation for the Board of Community Assistance, and I, am I correct? I'm sorry, I apologize, I oh. skipped one. Uh, the next item on the agenda is a proclamation for celebrating Black History Month, and we will have Supervisor Kenny read the proclamation. Okay, thank you. Uh, proclamation, whereas during Black History Month, we celebrate the many achievements and contributions made by African Americans, to our economic, cultural, spiritual, and political development. And whereas Black History Month grew out of the establishment in 1926 of Negro History Week by Carter G. Woodson and the Association for the Study of African American Life and History. And whereas the 2024 national theme for the observance is African Americans and the Arts shining a light on visual and performing arts, literature, fashion, folklore, language, film, music, architecture, culinary, and other forms of cultural expression in which the African-American influence has been paramount. And whereas the observance of Black History Month calls our attention to the continued need to battle racism and build a society that lives up to its democratic ideals. And whereas Upper Marion Township continues to work toward becoming an inclusive com community in which all citizens, past, present, and future, are respected and recognized for their contributions and potential contributions to our community, the state, the country, and the world. And whereas Upper Marion Township is proud to honor the history and contributions of African Americans in our community throughout our state and nation. Now, therefore, in recognition of African Americans, past and present, in our community, the Board of Supervisors does hereby proclaim February 2024 to be Black History Month and encourage all citizens to celebrate our diverse heritage and culture 
and continue our efforts to create a world that is more just, peaceful, and prosperous for all. Proclaimed this eighth day of February 2024 by the Board of Supervisors of Upper Marion Township, attested by Anthony Hamaday, Township Manager, and for the Board of Supervisors, Tina Garzillo, Chairperson. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And I wanted to, I uh, was going to, going to say this to the end for additional business, but it's appropriate to read this now, that there are some activities happening with our library that I thought were worth uh, letting the public know about. So I'll read off a few of the items that uh, uh, the programs that the library is offering. The first one is Kids, Crafts, and Activities, which will be held this coming Saturday from 10 to 1. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, on February 10th from 1 to 4 p.m. Learn about black leaders through a craft station where you can unleash your artistic spirit, play games to earn small prizes, design your own button, and don't forget to take a few photos at our photo booth to commemorate the, the event. The next one is on Fe February 16th, which is a Friday from 6.30 to 8, Motown Performance, Warren Ori's Arpeggio Jazz Ensemble. Mr. Ori will narrate this musical journey and tell us some little known facts about the Motown singers and musicians. He will also share information about each song's origin and the meaning behind the lyrics. You will, f you will leave feeling edified by the wonderful interpretation of each song. Um, the next one is um, the Marketplace, February 24th, which is a Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Join us for a vibrant and enriching celebration as we honor Black History Month, discover a diverse array of products and services from black-owned businesses, from exquisite crafts to unique gifts, our vendors bring a rich tapestry of offerings. Another event uh, hosted by the library on Saturday, 24th, uh, February 24th from 11 to 12, one hour, there will be a historical interpreter, uh, Dr. Daisy Century. Let's uh, uh, cut off there. Um, Dr. Daisy Century is a historical interpreter who will take us on a journey through the life of Harriet Tubman. She will engage us through every phase of Harriet's life. We will be right there to laugh, cry, sigh, and cheer as Harriet Tubman's life unfolds right in front of our eyes. And then the last one I wanted to report on is uh, Dr. Paul D. Best, storyteller and educator, which will be on Wednesday, February 28th, from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Dr. Paul D. Best will demonstrate how many events and people are connected to black history all the way to the King of Prussia region. This program is designed to show attendees that black history is right where you are. The program includes some crowd interaction and drumming. And the last thing uh, that we have in the, uh, in the township building is in our atrium, the glass cases that are in the uh, upper level um, outside of the library, there's a nice display of some artifacts for um, celebrating Black History Month. And now, the next item on the agenda is the presentation by the Board of Community Assistance and Lydia Dan Sardinas is uh, making her way to the podium to give us that information. Good evening, everyone. Thank you very much for allowing me to present this to you. But before I start, I have a very nice announcement to make here for everyone. Happy New Year. The New Year's coming, the first New Year is um, Saturday. So, Happy Year of the Dragon. All right, let's see if I can do this. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, the BCA has five members, uh, three of them are um, 
from the township, and two of them are from the Valley Forge Casino Resort. Greg Wax is the supervisor liaison, and Jerry Fatimo is the staff liaison. We have some new things that are happening with this. So first of all, I want to say that the BCA was uh, established in 2013 with the partnership between the township and the Valley Forge Casino Resort. The BCA function is to serve the Board of Supervisors in making recommendations to provide grants and scholarship monies to received from the Valley Forge Casino Resort. Um, many people are eligible to receive these funds, not only nonprofits and 501C, but we also give scholarships to Upper Marion Township seniors and now juniors. Uh, this is for any student that resides in the Upper Marion Township. The Number of applicants vary from year to year. I will say the, the most thing that I think is most important is total applications was 856 with 502 organizations, 58 sports, and 368 scholarships were, uh, they were, these were the applicants from 2013 to 2023, which is a 10-year group of people. Um, now, um, the next slide shows the total award of recipients. The, the award recipients is totally different the amount of applications because, let's see, um, we cannot award everyone depending upon how much money we have and also the quality of their application. So I'm just going to move on. No. <laughs> um, so this year, totally we've given out, you have given out $1,650,000. And as you can see, it varies through the years. 2023, I'll point out that we granted, funds were awarded from 144231 now, the total applications requested, and this is only from organizations and sports, this does not include scholarship applications, was they requested $252,963. Now, obviously, the totals are different because uh, we are only given so much money. Okay. What's the, what's the application process? Hmm, let's look into that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, the process is we now have something called an early review period for scholarships. Um, it lasts from November 20th to March 11th. And I will say Brett Montique did a workshop with the high school recently and 75 seniors and juniors came to that workshop to, and at, to ask questions to see how they can apply for a, an app, um, a scholarship. Now that's a lot of people, so we're hoping that a lot of people will apply. Uh, so, but however, so they are allowed to ask questions now, 
until March 11th. Um, by that time, they should have their scholarships ready to, almost ready to go, and they should be just gathering up documents. They should hopefully not start the application process because we probably will not be answering questions from the juniors and seniors. However, on March 11th, which is a Monday, organizations and sports applicants can come to the township building to ask us questions, because we'll be here between 5.30 to 7.30 um, about their applications. Now, these are just questions. We will not review and say, you have great applications, you're definitely gonna get anything, because it's a little too early. So that's what that is for. Now, if you don't want to come in because you don't have any questions at that time, um, you can email the BCA with any inquiries, and we will um, answer them at, if we can. Okay, the applications are due April 1st, which is a Monday at 5 o'clock. You can either email, snail mail, or hand deliver it to the Upper Marion Township building. Um, we will not be considering any late applications. So five o'clock is a hard deadline. Um, so then you're gonna say, well, how do I know if I got an award or not? Well, on May 9th, we, we will make an announcement or we will make our suggestions to the Board of Supervisors. You will, the Board of Supervisors will approve our, our recommendations, hopefully, and that will occur on May 9th at seven o'clock. Okay, we're going to focus specifically on organization and sports applications. What do you need? Well, obviously we need the project description. What are you going to do? Also, it's not listed here, but obviously you need the project name. What are, what are you doing? Um, how much is it going to cost? Um, what is, who is your organization? And describe your organization. And how does your project benefit Upper Marion or Upper Marion residents? Now, um, I'm going to broaden this a little bit because we, you can say that there are several county organizations that request money. Well, if they can show us that somehow their, um, their grants will help us in some way, th that's, that's a plus. Who can do this? Nonprofits, of course, 501c organizations. Um, our rewards are usually between 500 to $20,000. Now, $500 seems very little at times, but however, we have had Girl Scout troops, and they're only asking, I shouldn't say only, they ask for $500 because they are fulfilling um, things for the township, such as, I think they did Martin Luther King Day and they, they made baskets for residents, et cetera. So these are the things that we also will do for them. Um, after you get your, after you get your grant, you must 
submit a year-end summary by November 30th, which includes copies of invoices, receipts to show that you, what did you spend our money on? And I'm gonna say our, meaning the township, okay? Not mine. All right, um, so what are you gonna do with the application? Well, you can download a fillable one on the BCA website, or you can just copy it out and handwrite it yourself, which is fine with us. Now this is hard to read, and on the left is a copy of the pro of project plan, what some parts of what we will get, and I thought that would be bigger. <laughs> no, um, again, it gives you the project description, the costs. Um, um, we need the name of the contact person, the email address the um, telephone number because we will have questions and if you did not, we didn't understand it, we will ask. On the right hand side is the finished part which is the uh, report that you will hand in to us or so that we know your project was done. Included in it, you must um, staple or put in Xerox, uh, the receipts that you have so we know that you're, you know, everything is legit. We're going through with the scholarship application. Now, uh, let's see. This is, again, for high school seniors and juniors that reside in Upper Marion. There are three types of scholarship the range from 1,000 to 10,000. Our biggest one is the General Von Steuben Scholarship, which is $10,000. Uh, again, after that, we have the Ronald G. Wagaman Scholarships, which are $5,000. We have given multiples out, I believe last year we gave three, because, um, and it depends upon how well is your project planned. Uh, we don't, just give them out. There is a reason we gave them out because we can see that you worked hard on, on presenting your project and implementing your project and was it feasible to do. Okay, the regular general scholarships range from 1,000 to 4,000. Again, these, these numbers vary depending upon needs, wants, and how well is your project. Eligible, again, High school seniors and juniors in good standing, uh, and they intend on going to a post-secondary school. They can go to university, uh, trade, technical, or vocational school, you name it, like um, we could possibly fund it, okay, or part of it. The application process is what you need is, of course, a community service project plan. And that means an actual plan, not just, hey, I want to do this. It has to be more than that. Um, again, you need the academics, transcripts, your honors. Did you do anything different? That wasn't even the honors, but you know, were you um, the basketball star or even just um, anything else? A letter of a recommendation, which is standard scholarship application. Uh, special circumstances, uh, do you have a hardship? Or do you, do, you really felt that, do you really feel that because of life experiences, you, this will help you um, 
go further in life, et cetera. Uh, the next two are for seniors. They need their college acceptance letter and the financial aid cover letter. I say for seniors because if you're a junior, you haven't applied for college yet. So you have no acceptance yet. Tuition, financial aid needs, um, that could be FAFSA, but again, that is a senior thing, or what do you think that you may need money for? All right. Requirements. You need to submit a project plan, which includes a minimum of 15 community service hours that can be performed as part of the grant. Please develop a project that is quali has quality into it and comprehensiveness. Um, I know Greg is going to smile because I always bring up, if you're going to say, I'm going to pick up trash in Valley Forge Park, great. That's not going to cut it, really. However, if you can change it, change your wording to is to, I'm going to organize a group of my friends and we will pick up trash every three weeks. We will do it from this hour to this time. Um, make it better, show me more detail. That might work. Just don't say, I think I'll pick up trash. It's not, not gonna work. And you can also say, you know, I plan on asking different organizations to help me. Um, that shows leadership. It shows uh, fortitude and it shows that you have thought this through and you want, you're trying to make a difference in the community. Um, let's see, the senior project must be, for seniors, must be performed after June 1st and before December 2nd, um, 2024. So you have six months to do that. This shows that you cannot use your senior project as your project, because that was done hopefully before June 2nd. Um, for if you're a junior, you have from June 1st and 10 months until April 2025 to have that project done. And I, uh, there's a note at the bottom that which is we've changed this detail. You, once your project is completed, then the college, university, trade school, et cetera, will receive the check. No monies will be dispersed until you have shown us that your community service project has been completed. Okay, the requirements also, there are several forms you need to fill out afterwards. Um, um, let's see, afterwards you need a, your Plan, your project plan form, your senior project report, how did it go at the end, um, include, include a narrative, and include pictures if possible. We love pictures. Um, and then we have a verification letter. So your supervisor, the person who has been doing this with you, will verify that you have done this. Uh, and they will, should verify the letters that you um, We'll write down how many hours have you done, et cetera. Okay, again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to write to us because we will gladly answer anything, almost anything.
All right, again, this is, I apologize, this is very hard to read, but this is the project forms. One, the first one is for uh, you to fill out, like what was your project? This is after you've completed your project. What was your project? Uh, the second one is, I can't even read this. Um, the verification? Yeah, it's from the people, that your person that did it, et cetera. That's what we're looking for. This project form, um, sometimes I believe we will include a note thing such as it'll say project plan, who, uh, what is this, what is this. We are really looking for you to do a little bit of writing and give us a, a project plan correctly. Now, if you are a senior, you should know how to do a project plan because your senior project was done with a project plan. So there's no excuse of not knowing how to do it because you did it in school. Okay, the volunteer service hours per award level. 7,000, if we award you 7,000 to $10,000, your volunteer hours is 50 hours. Now, I want to point out that this is a BCA decision. If we give you a $10,000 scholarship, then you must do the 50 hours of work. You, the, and when I say you, I mean the student. The student does not go, hey, I'm going to do this project, and it's going to take you, me 50 hours, so therefore you give me $10,000. No. We decide what we think your project is worth, and that's how it goes. All right, uh, let's see. Okay, um, once all the applications are in on April 1st, the BCA will review them, we discuss them, we tear them apart, we ask many questions, we decide what we like, what we don't like, et cetera. And then afterwards, we will make a, a recommendation, we'll make a list of our recommendations to the Board of Supervisors, which will then be announced or presented on May 9th, Thursday, seven o'clock. And the, you, the applicant, are, do not need to be there. Um, but if you like to, that's fine. Uh, you, the, um, once everything is, um, the meeting will be posted w via UMGA TV, and once the Board of Supervisors approve it, they will be located, the list will be located on the website so you can know it, what's happening. And if you happen to miss all this because you don't have a computer, or you didn't go to the township meeting, letters will be sent out to all applicants and to tell you whether you made it or not. Okay, now you're gonna go, well, where am I gonna send this to? Well, the address is the Upper Marion Township Building. Um, make sure it's attention to Jerry Vitimo. And if you can say, well, where is the applicant application? Go to the township, go to the website, we'll do it, um, et cetera. And you, as I said, 
email, snail, snail mail, or hand deliver it by five o'clock. And that's it. So the deadline, our deadline is April 1st. And also, last thing, I forgot. Uh, this presentation will be posted tomorrow on the BCA website, webpage, if you want to run through it again, just, just to get the pertinent points of it. That's there. Any questions you have can be asked via the bca at umtownship.org. Thank you. Any questions? Uh, Supervisor Wax, do you have anything you would like to add in addition? Um, first and foremost, I want to thank Ms. Dan Sardinas for the excellent presentation. I know how much she loves being here to, to do those. But uh, no, I thought it was, I thought the presentation was excellent. I don't really have much to add other than if I could sort of summarize, I think, where uh, Ms. Dan Sardinas was going with her example of I will just pick up trash being not a particularly good description of the project. Um, if there's one thing that I think the BCA members like very much with both uh, scholarship applications and also grant applications for organizations which provide services to Upper Marion residents is specificity. Um, the example is a perfect example in regards to scholarships. The example that I would give in regards to organizations uh, who might be applying for, for grants would be to say, we would like this piece of equipment. Um, the reason we want this piece of equipment um, is because this piece of equipment can do this. Um, if you go to Amazon.com, it costs this. And I've literally sat in BCA meetings where reviewing, where the BCA members in reviewing a grant application which required funds to purchase something went online to find out what it cost. Uh, so please, with whatever type of application you're submitting, be it scholarship or grant, please be specific. And I would definitely take advantage of the March 11th early review period if you're applying for a scholarship. And if you're a part of an organization applying for a grant, I would definitely consider going to the open house that the BCA members are, are holding that night, which is the first of its kind. And I thank the BCA for its work. I think the changes to the BCA this year are excellent, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the applications that I know the BCA members are. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Dan Sardinas, for your presentation. You're welcome. <laughs> the next item on the agenda is our consent agenda, and I'll read through these. Financial escrow security release number three, two lot subdivision, 230 Arden Road, approval of escrow release number three in the amount of $23,347.26 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the land development project as recommended by the township engineer. Number two, permission to advertise public hearing, transfer of liquor license to Lazy Dog, Colorado OPS LLC, located at 160 North Gulf Road, Number 211, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, 19406. Number three, Resolution 2024-8, Disposition of Township Vehicles to J.J. Kane Auctions of Plymouth Meeting for an estimated sale value of $38,300. Number four, First Avenue, Linear Park, Phase Three, Approval of Payment Application One in the amount of $6,187.50 to Hobbs & Company of Boothwin, 
Bluthwin, Pennsylvania for contract work completed to date as recommended by ground reconsidered project engineer. Number five, authorization to advertise proposed ordinance, electric vehicle charging station regulations, authorization to advertise proposed ordinance amending the township subdivision and land development and zoning ordinance to provide new definitions and regulations for electric vehicle charging stations at the March business meeting. Number six, citizen board appointment to the Economic and Community Development Committee. We would like to appoint Paul Kubler to serve on this committee. He was previously on the Community Center Advisory Board, served as chair there, so we welcome him to the uh, Economic and Community Development Committee. And that is the end of the consent agenda. Uh, next item on the agenda is accounts. Madam Chair, oh, motion I... to adopt the consent oh, agenda. Oh, I guess I need to do that. <laughs> I'm just moving I'll right I'll second along. that motion. <laughs> Motion made by <laughs> Supervisor Genoway and seconded by <laughs> Supervisor Phillips. <laughs> I just want to, no, I love being here. I don't want to go home yet. <laughs> Any comments on the consent agenda? <laughs> Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we are ready to, to take a vote on this. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. Now we're ready to uh, pay the bills. Um, is there a motion to uh, <laughs> accept the accounts payable and payrolls? I would like to make a motion to pay the bills. And second by motion by, made by Supervisor Wax, second by Supervisor Kenny. All in favor? Aye. Okay, additional business. Is there anything that? I have one thing. It was literally written down on my piece of paper before Ms. Dan Sardinas mentioned it, and that is I'd like to wish all of our residents who are celebrating Tet and or the Lunar New Year a very happy New Year. Thank you, Madam Chair. And the only thing I would like to mention is the, um, the uh, Valentine's Day market that was scheduled for this coming Saturday with the farmer's market as our part of our winter market series. Uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, that uh, event has been canceled. I think I had mentioned it before, but I wanted to reiterate that uh, to let everyone know that that event actually is canceled for this Saturday. Um, is there anything from the public for public comment? Hearing seeing none. Make a motion to adjourn. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Our meeting is adjourned. Thank you. <laughs>